Welcome to the St. Patty's Day edition, the first day of March Madness edition of the Colts podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm joined here by your co-host, my best friend, Andrew Moore. How are you doing today, sir? Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day, brother. Neither one of us are wearing green, so that we're off to a great start hey, there. I'm repping round one winners, North Carolina Tar Heels, brother. I got up, you know, late today, of course. I'm, I've really been trying. I've been pushing it to the limit with this work-at-home job, right? Um, and I forgot to put green on under my North Carolina. That's okay. It's okay because we won. And uh, I'm ready to party. What's up, man? It's been a busy week, especially around the NFL, man. It's it's Gee, been crazy. Christmas. There's uh, signings everywhere uh, for the Colts. It's been signings and smoke screens everywhere. Smoke, smoke screen season. Literally everywhere you look, there's a smoke screen out there. But we've got Deshaun Watson dominating the news. We have the Colts doing what dominating the, Colts the news. We've got the Colts dominating the news and in on every single quarterback. Again, smokescreen season is alive and well. The Colts made a trade. The Colts are signing their own. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, man, and I'm excited to get started. How are you Yeah, doing? let's dig into I'm doing fine. I, re I really want to dig into this. I know you have a uh, IU game starting shortly, um, so I want to make sure you can get to that, and I want to make sure, honestly, that I can get to that. I've not watched much college basketball this year, so I am trying to soak up this tourney um, best I can. But real quick, everybody make sure. Everybody make sure if you're not already, go follow us at a Colts podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I've not made well on my promise to be more active on Instagram. Andrew, uh, as usual, not active on Twitter. So uh, maybe we can both commit to each other here. To, to be a little more active, but let's talk Colts football. Also, if you're a judgy listening to the show right now, bet. Thanks. Um, all right. Colts free agency, Andrew. Colts free agency updates. So when you look at the list, the way Andrew has it typed, much more active uh, free agency than any of us realize, really, because most of these moves, not huge. Some of them are re-signing. Some of them are extensions. Um, but the biggest one to date, Andrew, Colts trade Rocky Sin to the Raiders for defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. And this is going to be uh, the biggest subject of our talk today, Andrew. What? I, I don't get it. Rock... And listen, don't get me wrong. I am happy about this move. I am happy to acquire Yannick and Gakwe, but Rocky Sin, Rocky Sin, seems to have been the most improved player on this football team last year. Um, and, and, and maybe we didn't have confidence that that would continue. Maybe we thought we saw a ceiling and it was time to cash out while we could because honestly i mean straight up deal for yannick not bad says some really positive things about rock but what do you think about this trade what do you think about the value what do you think about the loss at cornerback in general because this is a team that we went into the offseason saying hey need some help at corner 
We got a lot to to dissect with this, this one. This trade could take up an entire episode. It, it legitimately could. Let's try to get it into 20 minutes so we can move on to everything else that's been going on in the week. I really like the trade. I really do. The Colts, I mean, they made it a priority this offseason that they were going to go out and get some pass rushers. Chris Ballard said it from the onset that we needed to get better at rushing the quarterback. And and to bring in an experienced, a proven pass rusher in Yannick Ngakwe, a guy that in six seasons has 55 sacks, he has never had a season where he's had less than eight sacks in a season, which would have led the Colts last year. All of his numbers last year, he had 10 sacks. He had uh, 23 pressures or 23 quarterback hits, excuse me. And I think uh, around uh, it was either 47 or 55 pressure stats. Matt, if you can look that up for me. All three of those categories would have led the Colts in 2021. So what the Colts are doing is they're they're showing that they pri they're prioritizing a pass rusher over a cornerback. And I think especially in Gus Bradley's scheme, where it's not so reliant that you have man-to-man -man sticky cornerbacks, it's more predicated on getting pressure on the quarterback. I think it's a good move. Andrew. Now, Andrew. What I sorry to interrupt you, but there's only one way to get you to stop talking, and it's exactly what I just did. <laughs> what people need to understand about this trade is Rock was Rock was seriously progressing, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But if you can get to the quarterback quick enough, your corners don't have to be as good, right? And that might seem like oh, so we're just gonna rely on the pass rush or we're just gonna you know not worry about our corners yeah a little bit a little bit we, we still have yet to see what we're gonna do at corner in this free agency because i don't think we're done i think we're taking our time just like normal i don't think we're done but yeah essentially if your pass rush is good enough your corners don't have to be as good i feel like it's been the other way around recently um and, and the pass rush hasn't even been good enough to defend good corners, you know, like to help out the good corners. So I think it's a huge, great move by the Colts. Um, sad to see Rock go, but carry on. Oh, oh for well, sure. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Rocky Sin, I mean, people have been bashing him for years. And I think you and I, you and I have been the two biggest, biggest proponents of Rocky Sin saying just give him time. And, and we, we saw the ability. Wow. Two years ago, 2020 season, we shit on him hard, but we also we also were, said don't we give up on Rock. Correct, we were realistic. We said, hey, this is his year to show that he belongs, and he did. And then we traded him for really good value. So I mean, he did his job this past year. And don't I, get me I wrong; it's sad to lose him, but to get Yannick straight up for him, that is a deal. Well, I think I think it goes I, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that too because when when you're looking at the trade, you're looking at the contracts. I mean, Yannick Ngakwe is a premium pass rusher. I think we yep. all agree on that. He's 26. Yeah. He's 26 years old. And, and while there are sources have said that there isn't a, an extension imminent right now, I think that that the Colts probably view this as getting somebody that they'd like to keep long term. If if Yannick can start to perf can perform well this season, and then I could see and on it, Twitter could be a thing that we extend him before the season starts. Very well, few days. 
very well could see an extension. And now, now we have to look at Rock's side of things. Rocky Sin is would this would be this is a contract year for him. He wasn't a first round pick in 2019. He was a second round pick, so he doesn't get that fifth year, that fifth year option. So to keep Rocky Sin, you're probably thinking it's it's showing that the Colts probably weren't willing to dish out the money that was going to be needed to keep Rocky Sin next year. I mean, here you're probably looking at for Rock a deal above 10 million a year. And I think I think it's important to look at their positions too and think about how easy it is to replace either a good pass rusher or a solid corner. Because you it's it's hard to find a good pass rusher, even in the draft. I mean, it's 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 a crapshoot, honestly. Yeah, it's a lot easier to find a serviceable cornerback in the draft because you can find those all throughout the draft. Usually, for a top pass rusher, you're only going to be able to get those guys in the first or second round. So, I think it's a lot easier to to replace Rocky Sin than it is necessarily to go and get a premium pass rusher like Yannick Ngakwe. And then you just think about how this defensive line is starting to look. The starting defensive line right now is you're going to have Yannick Ngakwe, Grover Stewart, DeForest Buckner, and Quiddy Pay. And then when you're talking about passing downs in that NASCAR package, you take Grover out, you put uh, Dio Adangbo in there in the middle, and then you still have Yannick and Quiddy on the outside. I mean, good luck defending that. That is a potential to be a very, very scary yeah defense especially when with we're expecting that year two jump from quitty pay it's going to take even more pressure off of deforest buckner so he's not necessarily double teamed as much he can get more one-on-ones inside and, and we'll finally see a healthy dio dangbo with a full off season in him as well so I, I think it's a great move by the colts and it's 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 something that was needed Chris Ballard went out. Yes, if you're going to get a premium pass rusher like that's going to cost you a good corner it's or draft picks the Colts were able to not have to give up even more draft capital. They gave up a, a, a good corner, but I, th- I definitely don't think the Colts are done at that position, and I think we'll be seeing some more moves here in the next couple weeks. You good there? And now, from StatsMap, people say Rock is a penalty machine and gets burnt all the time. He had two accepted penalties this year, 2021, uh, and 217 yards given up. So uh, maybe two years ago, that penalty machine uh, comment was valid. This year, not so much. Andrew, are you ready to move on to the next next uh, next signing? Significant event. <laughs> Let's dive into it. Listen, real quick, though. The D line is what Chris Ballard gives a shit about most. And then any hired a defensive coordinator that lines up with that and, and, and that idea, this makes a lot of sense, makes a lot of sense. And I'm not just, you know, knocking one off of Chris's boots here, but it makes sense. All right. Colts re-signed tight end Mo Alley-Cox to a three-year, $18 million a year, $6 million a year. Um, Andrew and I like this. I know that because Andrew and I talk a lot this time of year when these things go down. We talk, you know, we can't wait a whole week or however many days to talk about it. We we like this. And Mo is a good tight end. He's athletic. He's an 
absolute threat in the red zone. Um, we would love to see a tight end go along with this. Andrew, what do you think of the deal? Do you think the value for 18 million is good, bad? What do you think? I think it's pretty good for Mo Alley Cox. It, it kind of falls into that that second tier to, uh, for tight ends. I mean, Jack Doyle, I think for his last contract was averaged around eight million a year, so it's a little less than what Jack got. Which I would put Mo Alley Cox in that category, a little bit less than than what Jack deserved when he got his contract. So Mo is still fairly young. Mo, we can still see Mo take on a bigger role. I, I definitely think he will this year, especially with Jack Doyle's retirement you needed to bring back Mo Alley Cox. You couldn't Can I just... ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. I like to interrupt you, uh, especially <laughs> when I know you're about to go on a 15-minute you know, You've run. You've been, been doing a lot this episode. I've had a few beers. Um, do you think Carson Wentz was an impediment to uh, not only Naheem Hines, it, it keep keeping him out of it because we know Carson was an impediment to his production, but to the tight end production in general, what, because Carson's generally a quarterback who uses tight ends, uh, but Zach Ertz specifically, do you think Carson Wentz was an impediment to the production of the tight end unit this year? Go. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think it's more that the Colts became such a run-centric team. That's fair. That's, okay. that's that's why we didn't necessarily see the huge numbers out of out of the tight end position. And, and I think with a different quarterback, you certainly can do that. I think that Mo was asked to block a lot last year, so so I think that's that's par partially because of it. But it, it's it also goes on Mo too. I think Mo needs to do a better job getting himself open. I think Mo needs to do a better job. He did have some opportunities last year. For four big plays where Carson put it on him and he just dropped the ball. So I, I do think there is still plenty of room for improvement. That's why the Colts didn't necessarily give Mo Ali Cox tight end number one money, because I don't think he is a tight end one. I think he was still needs to develop into that. So I would love to see the Colts to go out and get another tight end. Fortunately, Hayden Hurst, the guy I was really hoping the Colts would get. Yeah, he, that's he signed a bummer. He signed with the Bengals today, but I think Robert Tanyan's still available. I think he's probably the best tight end out there. I think Robert to Bob Tanya could be a nice fit with the Colts as well. And Matt mentions stats. Matt uh, mentions Tanyan and Hooper. I love Hooper. I'm a big fan of Hooper. And we found out today that he's going to be available, right? Um, yesterday. Yesterday. Sorry. Tanyan. And, and and then Matt even goes on to say, is Tunyon's success only due to, you know, with Rodgers? I think Tunyon's name is due to one football game in 2020. You know what I mean? Like, he had, what, a three-touchdown game in 2020? Um, I don't think he had, he had nowhere near a game like that last year in 2021. Um he was hurt most of last year, though. I think he tore Yeah, that's his, fair, too. I don't think Tunyon's a bad tight end by any means, and I'd be okay with that, but I don't want people to think, you know, three touchdown games are normal uh, for any tight end, realistically. Um, Mo, in regards to Mo, I'm a big fan. I think, like I said before, in the red zone, Mo's a big threat. Um, I still would like to see somebody fit the pass catching role even better like a hooper i love hooper i thought hooper was um somebody we could have targeted last year right wasn't he available or they traded for him either way i was talking about hooper last year 
Um, I would I would be happy going after another tight end, but I'm I, I am glad we extended Mo. It's 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 the need for that guy that that can go up the seam and really stretch the middle of the field. Yeah. That's that's tip. That's really what the, it's missing in that tight end room. And, and maybe maybe uh, could Mo uh, do it? Could Mo do that? Could he be the I more think, athletic guy doing that? I think Kylan Granson has a better shot at doing that than sure. Mo does. I think Mo probably fits as more of that inline tight end that probably will take over Jack Doyle's role unless they they sign Locking. somebody to do that. But so I think that's what Kylan Granson could do. I still would like some help at tight end. Okay. Um, side note, just because stats, Matt talked about rivers. Somebody else today was like, can we call Phil and see what he's doing? Can we just let the retired quarterbacks be retired? Can we just, can we just do it? Thank you. I guess I could have saved that for the Colts QB situation update, but can we just let the, can we let the retired guys be for goodness sakes are enjoying their lives? Um, Colts resign offensive tackle, Matt prior to a one year, $5.5 million deal. Good for him. By the way, that's a school bell. Uh, we're clapping for him, but Andrew, you love this deal. I know you do. I love this deal. Do you think 5.5 was a good deal? I think so. I mean, would you? That's a good deal for for a swing tackle. I would say for a Who's guy that's going to play left tackle for a guy that that very well could be the starter at left tackle here in twenty twenty two. I mean, obviously, there's still time. There's still there's very little left tackle options out there in free agency. Yeah. The Colts could uh, obviously sign some, or uh, draft a rookie and in the draft and and see if he can compete with Matt Pryor. I would almost bet that is probably what's going to happen. But if the Colts end up with Matt Pryor as a starter at left tackle, I think you can feel pretty good about that. I mean, he according to Pro Football Focus, he had the best pass blocking out of any player on the Colts last year, and and yeah. and I think that goes a long way. So if you if you're able to keep him at left tackle and really f- have him focus on on that sp- position specifically. I mean, he's just definitely big enough to do it, and, and we saw he was capable to do it in spurts last year. Now, can you be consistent at it? I really like it. Big fan of Matt Pryor. Give him a shot. Yeah, I like Matt Pryor as well. I thought he was one of our better, uh, in, in, in stats prove it showed that he was one of our better pass blockers. So I, w- I wouldn't mind seen him at least compete at minimum for a left tackle position. Uh, I, I, I think, I think think we were much happier when he was blocking a left tackle than we were with Eric Fisher, to be honest. I mean, just to be brutally honest, my, my prediction is Matt Pryor goes into training camp as a starter at left tackle. Yes, Tyler, you missed the Rocky sin talk. Um, so I guess you'll just have to start over from the beginning. Uh, thank you for the two views. Colts re-signed defensive end Tyquan Lewis to a one-year, $3 million deal. Andrew, you were happy with this from what I saw on Twitter, I think, if I remember correctly. Why are you happy with this on a defensive line that we are saying needs to improve? We did not do well enough as a unit last year. Why are you happy with the Tyquan Lewis re-sign? Because Tyquan Lewis was having a good year last year before he hurt his knee. He really was. And and you don't just need, I mean, you need those quality depth guys. Do I think Tyquan Lewis is going to start on this defensive line? No. But I think Tyquan Lewis can be a very good 
dependable uh, uh, depth piece along the defensive right. line. Chris Ballard has talked about he wants eight or nine guys. So that way they yeah. can keep that way they can keep rotating in and Just out a couple. Keep the guys fresh. So so you bring Taekwon Lewis back on a on a cheap prove it deal. I mean, and, and if you can get him out there and 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 he be a solid depth piece, I think you're happy with that. Okay. I mean, I'm not against it. I just want to hear your expert. Expert. God, do you guys know how good Andrew's articles are doing? Sports Illustrated Horseshoe Huddle has been killing it this month. Do you so. guys know how good the Horseshoe Huddle has been doing? Sports Illustrated's Horseshoe Huddle. Uh, star writer Andrew Moore. Pretty That's good. Moving along. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Colts re-signed linebacker Zaire Franklin to a three-year $12 million deal. Andrew is ecstatic about this deal. We just signed a captain of special teams, Pro Bowl special teams player yes no not a pro bowler should be uh to a hell of a deal i think it's good i think it's a good deal for the locker room uh zaire franklin proved last year that he can play at that sam spot when needed he filled in when uh when bobby okereke was out or no when, when darius leonard was out he filled in um, when bobby okereke moved over to the will zaire franklin played the mic did a very good job, and and he's one of the core leaders on this team. The his teammates really look up to him. Zaire Franklin has a, has a very powerful voice inside that locker room, and he's a hell of a special teams player. He makes special teams plays every single year. So I, I think it was good. It's a good third linebacker to have in Zaire Franklin, and, and the Colts continue to to draft and re-sign their own. All right, Andrew, Colts signed cornerback Brandon, great name, by the way, uh, face into a one-year $3.84 million deal. What do we think about this guy? I assume he, I, I think I saw you on Twitter say he's a maybe a cornerback four. Um, people say we don't do anything in free agency. Here you go. I think, I think now before the Rocky Centrate, I thought yeah. he would be a, a cornerback four. Now, now he's now he's he would probably be one of the starters uh, at outside corner. He was with Gus Bradley last year. He was with Gus Bradley before that, actually, with the with the Los Angeles Chargers, then came over to to the Las Vegas Raiders last year. And last year was really his best year. Uh, he was mostly a special teams player before 2021. And then last yeah. year with the Raiders, he started nine games. Uh, he got uh, I think he had 55 tackles and he got his first interception. So he's a very long corner he's 6'2 i think he's 197 pounds got 32 and, and three quarters inch arms so a very long corner fits the chris ballard mold very very well so i i think i think what if your cornerback situation's in a, in a good spot he's probably your cornerback for i would say he's probably a a, a better version of tj carry so that's why i think the okay. colts shouldn't should better really version of tj carry so i don't think the colts should really rely on him to be a starter, a full-time starter, but you would like to see you would like to see him as your cornerback four. All right. Hey, moving on. Colts quarterback situation. What everybody's talking about. My goodness. Um. Mm, I don't know how to put this. I I think we should just mention everybody, talk about them, uh, one by one after that. So. Obviously, Jimmy G is still on the list. 
Now, all of a sudden, Matt Ryan and Baker Mayfield may be on the list because of Deshaun Watson implications. Uh, free agents, Marcus Mariota, and who knows who else because Trubisky's gone. Andrew, let's start with Jimmy G. What do we, or no, you know what? I don't like your list. Let's start with who you think might actually end up an Indianapolis Colt. Gosh, you know I hate these questions. No, you know hate- no, no, because these are realistic. These are there's three realistic options right now. Who's your prediction right now? You're it's it's a guess. You're not wrong. It's a guess. It's a prediction. It, it, you're not like writing it in cement. Who's your guess right now? Matt Ryan. My educated guess would be Matt Ryan. Eh, educated guess would be Matt Ryan. It would be because I, I I have a feeling Deshaun Watson is going to go to the Atlanta Falcons, and, and I think Matt Ryan's going to be available. And I think that the, the of those of the three quarterbacks you mentioned, yep, Matt Ryan probably gives the Colts the best chance to win. Not only that, he also is the best quarterback to have when you have a young developing quarterback on your team. Because I it, it does not matter who the Colts get, whether it's Jimmy G. Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, does not matter. I I fully expect the Colts to draft a quarterback when we get to April. Matt Schaub developed quite well behind Matt Ryan. Did he? Did he even start after he went to the Falcons and was behind Matt Ryan? No. No, he has played a few games for the Falcons. And that is it, and that's the joke. Um, so I don't know if behind Matt Ryan's the best place to to develop well, as a quarterback. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. If I'm that's not talking. I'm not talking about previous quarterbacks, but I'm talking about the intangibles that Matt Ryan has. I mean, he's a great locker room guy. He's been in the league for a long time. He's a great leader. You hear. You don't hear a single teammate ever of Matt Ryan's talk any Steph crap Matt, about him. How old's Matt Ryan? He's 36 years old. So, oh hell yeah, he's got 17 years left. He's got a he's got a he few drinks years. He right left. avocado lemon juice. And 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 the thing is too, I've got I've got a piece coming out too that you look at you think Matt Ryan's contract situation is going to be hell if the Colts did get him. It actually isn't as bad as it as it looks. It's terrible for the Falcons. Yeah, man. But if they if up. if they did if they did trade for Matt Ryan, it's actually not too bad for the Indianapolis Colts. So sure. that's 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 probably be who I would who I would guess. And that's probably who I would want as the Colts quarterback out of those three. Do me and Andrew agree on a quarterback? That hardly Holy ever shit. Happens. Listen, I would I'd really like to see Matt Ryan as Colts quarterback. I'd still draft him, you know fifth round sixth round you know i I think matt ryan's really good matt is sitting here uh just agreeing with pat mcafee saying he's a noodle arm i don't think matt ryan has a noodle arm i think that's a little over exaggerative i do think matt ryan's had one real good wide receiver to throw to for a long time guess who else is available just saying maybe matt ryan maybe matt ryan if matt ryan could restructure his deal i I wouldn't want i wouldn't want him to restructure because if you restructure that deal, all that does is push his money out into future years, and you don't want to do that. Okay. All right. So Andrew Andrew makes a better point. So fuck it. Explicit <laughs> this. Uh, Matt Ryan, pay him all the money. And let's talk about Jimmy G. I th- You know what? No. Let's not talk about Jimmy G. No. We've talked about Jimmy G. 
we're we're not we're not talking about his possibilities with the Colts. We're just giving an update on where the situation is with all Could these be guys. Jimmy G. So so right now, what's going on but is Jimmy is, G's price is going down. Right now, the market for Jimmy Garoppolo has has really dried up. I mean, right the the Colts it seems like are probably the only team that's that's really going after him right now or has put in an yeah. offer. And that's why, because if, if it wasn't just the Colts or if the, the 49ers actually liked what they, what was on the table, he would have been traded already because the 49ers right. are desperately trying to create more gap space because Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting there on their books for $25 million. So the, I think the, I think the 49ers on obvi- honestly, overplayed their hand a little bit thinking sure. that that jimmy garoppolo was going to get more than what he his his market's actually demanding so as of right now there's really no other teams besides the colts that that have put in an offer for jimmy garoppolo and and obviously the 49ers don't believe that it's enough to to warrant accepting baker mayfield um not happy with the browns not happy that they are trying to talk to Watson, even though it seems Watson's geared more towards uh, Atlanta. Baker's asking for a trade anyway. Um, I don't think his odds are very good if Atlanta ends up with Deshaun, but he, he likes Indianapolis as a landing location. I like Baker as a landing location uh, for the Colts. I think he's young. I think his worst football has been played injured. I think our offensive line would protect him a little better. I think he's a good leader. I think think people are not crediting him enough for turning around a terrible, terrible, terrible Browns organization. Uh, what do you think about Baker, Andrew? Baker doesn't do it for me. He really okay. doesn't. I, I think I think Baker. If we're if the Colts sign Baker Mayfield, it's basically the Carson Wentz situation all over Should again. I, I really think that 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 Baker Mayfield has kind of shown. Well, well, there's some bright spots. I think he's shown what he's been made of, and and while last year he was playing hurt and that definitely affected him, I don't think he's the guy that that you would want to give up any any draft capital or any trade assets do you think for. 10 years ago 15 years ago i guess i should say because i'm oldest hell do you think he'd say the same shit about brett Favre 20 years ago i would i mean brett Favre was a way better quarterback than baker mayfield brett they're Favre not even may, maybe they're not they're not maybe even brett, in the same brett, conversation. baker mayfield in what in, in one his fourth year was brett a better quarterback in his fourth year I mean, I think Brett won a Super Bowl in his fourth year. So, so what's your next point? <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Baker <laughs> I don't think Baker would be a very good op. I, I mean, I think he would okay. he would be okay. I don't think he's I don't think he's worth trading for. And right now, while he says his preferred destination is the Colts, the Browns have said they are not going to accommodate his his trade True. request. And, and as of right now, the Seahawks, I think, have more interest in Baker Mayfield if he does become available than the Colts do. That's very interesting. I didn't know about the Seahawks. Uh, free agency, Andrew. Marcus Mariota comes to mind for me. That's been a name tossed around a lot. Do you think there's any potential for any free agents right now, or do you think it's down to Jimmy G, Matt Ryan? The one name I'm hearing 
for as a free agent is Jameis Winston. And it's the Colts have yeah. talked Colts have talked with Jameis Winston this past week. So there there is some 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 interest there. I wouldn't say it's it's uh a high level of interest, but they're doing their homework. So, um, as, as, as stats, Matt breaks, uh, breaks news that Devonte Adams was just traded to the, uh, Las Las Vegas Raiders, according but, to Adam Schefter, but finishing up, finishing up on that, on that point, I, I think really the only realist, I mean, Mariota's out there, but I think if you're looking at free agents, the most realistic one, would be Jameis Winston at this point. And Andrew, I don't want your input back, but let's just go ahead and set these uh people to ease. Derek Carson an option. If they're um, if they're if they're trading for Devontae Adams, Derek Carr is not an option. It, it, yeah, that just seals the deal. Derek Carr's not happening. Get the hell over it. Um yeah, Hamby, that's that's what stats Matt says, and that's what Shefty says. But yeah, okay, so, so uh, here's, here's not an option. Here's here's for me and Rappaport. So the Raiders are in the final stages for uh for of trading for Packers star wide receiver Devontae Adams, who receives a new contract that makes him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Las Vegas sends back a first round pick, potentially more picks, and a player that hasn't been named right. yet. But the newest paid wide receiver in NFL history just bought a house in Las Vegas next to his college quarterback, Derek Carr. So Devontae Adams and Derek Carr reunited again. It's that it's an arms race. More surprised that Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. It's an arms race there in the AFC West, and the Colts play the AFC West next year. It's gonna be a gonna be a rough slate of games. Yeah, probably not a good year coming up, Colts fans. Uh, Colts free agent tracker: the guard Mark Lewinsky is now a giant. Andrew, your thoughts. I mean, good for Glow. I mean, he was he was a very a very good guard here in Indianapolis, and and he got he got paid for it. I mean, I think it was three years, twenty million dollars. So he's going to be the starter uh, at right guard for the Giants. And moving on, Colts place a right of first refusal tender on restricted free agent wide receiver Ashton Doolin. All right. So that means that means any contract or any um, uh, offer that Ashton Doolin gets, since he is a restricted free agent, the Colts have the ability to match. Okay, and Colts are not expected to tender RFA defensive tackle Taylor Stallworth. So basically, expected not to put that same thing that they just did on Doolin. Correct. Uh, uh, Colts will receive a fifth and sixth round compensatory pick for the 2022 draft andrew why did we get those picks so the reason they got those picks is because of how Danico autry performed and then a combination of of jacoby Brissett and anthony walker so compensatory picks are basically if you lose free agents and then how they play and and their current their contracts on their other teams it can net you some some picks in the later rounds so colt's got two more picks they can use those on on who knows the uh, the back end of the roster is always where Chris Ballard finds some gems. Or back end of the draft, I should say. All right, Andrew, how do you want to do these NFL free agency signings? There's a lot of them, so we'll, right. I think I think what we'll do is we'll just we'll just go down the list. I think these are the major ones, and there's, there's quite, a, quite a few major ones, and and we'll kind of stop and assess each team a little bit. So, 
here's what we'll do. I'll read them. If I feel like stopping to talk about one, I will. If you feel like stopping to talk about one, you'll yell at me. Uh, but <laughs> let's start with number one, uh, just to make sure I'm reading them right. The Bears signed defensive tackle Larry Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi from the Bengals. Nice defensive interior um, presence for you're for off the Bears to a there. bad start. You're <laughs> that's, off to that's a bad all I'm start. Say. No one cares about the Bears or the Bengals. Super Bowl contending <laughs> Bengals. Um, all right, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The Bengals signed guard Alex Kappa from the Bucks. Time to protect Joe Burrow. Uh, the Bengals signed offensive outside. What the hell's OL outside line? Offensive lineman. Do you offensive even, lineman? That's it. Do you, do, I mean, does he have another job? Does he have a specific? He plays, job? he plays multiple positions along the offensive line. Have you ever right. looked at a football list before? Did I skip guard Alex Kappa? No, you just talked about him. I've never drank before in my life. Now, this is the one that surprised me. Bill sign linebacker Von Miller uh, from the Rams. What? I thought he was going back to Denver. He was until they signed Randy Gregory, and then there was That's talks great. about him possibly going to the uh, – uh, to the Cowboys even, but he landed a, like a six year, $140 million deal with the bills. They, they paid for, for him. him. That's for sure. The Bills signed tight end OJ Howard from the Buccaneers. It's another, another guy that I thought would fit well with the Colts, the Bronc. Yep. That we did talk about that. The Broncos signed defensive end, Randy Gregory, uh, Cowboys just talked about that. Buccaneers signed r wide receiver, Russell gauge from the falcons that is a very tom brady guy by the way tom brady's back fuck him uh we already got next you know explicit on this one so uh chief sign safety justin reed from the texans justin i think that's that's pretty much tyron matthew's replacement I, I, yeah. I think I think uh, Tyron Matthew, his days in Kansas City are done, and, and Justin Reed's Justin Reed, when healthy, is a very quality player. Chargers signed defensive tackle Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams. Chargers signed cornerback J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. And that's the big one. J.C. Jackson with a massive contract for the Chargers. Um, he teams up with Derwin James. Um, they just traded for Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. That's that's a tough defense there for the Los Angeles Chargers. And the Dolphins signed Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback from the Broncos. What? To strictly be Tua Tungavailoa's backup. So Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Chase Edmonds from the Cardinals, and Connor Williams, a guard from the Cowboys. The Dolphins haven't done too much spending yet. I thought they would do a little bit more, but uh, I think. I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater is, it would be a good resource for Tua as he continues to develop. Dolphins and running back Chase Edmonds from the Cardinals are linked up. Mm -hmm. Dolphins go, uh, link up with the guard Connor Williams from the Cowboys. Uh, Eagles sign Edge. Hey, son, Reddick, Panthers. That's a big one. Hassan Reddick was a guy that Hassan. I thought would, would really really excel with the Colts and and especially in that let Leo position on Gus Bradley's defense but but hey I think I think one of the big reasons he went 
to the Eagles. He's from the New Jersey area, real close to Philadelphia. So he's going back home to play for his hometown team. Hey, Ronnie. Thanks for joining. Your negativity bothers me. Um, the Falcons signed cornerback Casey Hayward. That's a guy that we saw a lot of people uh, hoping for the Colts. Yeah, and I thought he could have been a very good option, especially with Rock being traded. I thought he could slide in as that other outside corner. Uh, side note, Demarcus, Austin Hooper still available. Uh, 49ers signed cornerback Chivy Char Various Ward. I apologize from the Chiefs. Uh, Giants quarterback Tyrod Taylor from the Texans. Tyrod Taylor going to be Daniel Jones' backup quarterback. Maybe. Uh, a lot of Jaguar signings here. The Jaguars have signed wide receiver Christian Kirk for way too much from money from the Cardinals. The Jaguars have signed wide receiver Zay Jones from the Raiders. Jaguars, tight end, Evan Ingram, shit, from the Giants. Uh, Jaguars guard, Brandon Scherf from the mm, Washington. Jaguars signed linebacker Foy Olukan from the Falcons and Jaguars signed cornerback Darius Williams from the Rams spending spree by the Jaguars. They do this every year. They always win March. They always win free agency and it, it never pans out for them, especially when you're giving Christian Kirk. I think he's now the third highest paid wide receiver in the entire NFL, Joke. which is just mind boggling to me. He's good, but he's not that good. Uh, the Jets signed tight end CJ Uzamoa from the Bengals. The Jets signed guard Lakin Tomlinson from the Jets and safety Jordan Whitehead from the Bucks. I really like what the Jets did. They they signed really quality players and, and they signed him on the cheaper side too. So I, I like the Jets moves. Lions get wide receiver DJ Chark. That's unfortunate because we liked him uh, from the Jacks. Shark was a, is a big deep threat and it's a one-year prove it deal basically because he he was injured last year but yeah i thought he could have been great for this colts offense opposite of michael Pittman. panthers get safety xavier woods from the cowboys raiders get linebacker chandler jones from the cardinals who was being heavily recruited by darius leonard and kenny moore yeah that was pretty funny to watch but uh, that's the the raiders signed chandler jones and then right after that's when they made the the trade for rocky sin and send Yannick and Gakwe to the Colts. So Chandler Jones, he didn't get as much money as I thought he was going to. I think it ends up being around 17 million annually. I thought he'd probably be between that 18 to 20 million range, but Chandler Jones on one side, Max Crosby on the other. That's a pretty scary duo. All right, Andrew, I'm going to go on a run here. Uh, Alan Robinson signs with the Rams from the bears. That was a stinker, uh, you know, that, Hmm. That's the guy that people wanted the Colts to sign. I don't know if he fits um, the character side. I don't know him very well, but I just get the vibe. That's what keeps the Colts from spending money on him. A few years, uh, or a few times we've had an opportunity, yeah? A couple times, yeah, and and I I think I think it'll probably work there in in L.A. being with yep. Matthew Stafford and being with um being with Cooper cup, Robert Woods, he's going to be for the first time with a group that, that can actually take the pressure off of him. So I'm expecting some big things out of Allen Robinson in that offense. 
Ravens get offensive tackle Morgan Moses from the Jets. Ravens also get safety Marcus Williams from the Saints. Steelers quarterback Mitch Trubisky, who we talked about possibly going to the Colts from the Bills. Uh, Steelers also get linebacker Miles Jack from the Jaguars. Vikings defensive tackle Harrison Phillips from the Bills. Vikings linebacker Jordan Hicks from the Cardinals. Any of those stand out to your role? I mean, you know, there's a long list still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mitch Trubisky is going to be this probably the starter for the Steelers this year, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, Andrew, I'm not reading all these. I'm no, going to read can, the names. I'm going to read can, the names. We can hit the big ones. We can just hit. I'll the do. Big I'll ones. read the names. People know. Stop me if you think I'm skipping one that matters a lot. Buccaneers resign Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. This is the one that stands out most to me from this whole list. What did they give him multiple years? What do they do? Three years, sixty million dollar deal for Chris Godwin. So after playing on the franchise tag last year, um, he gets paid and, and deservedly so. He's a great wide receiver. Hey, Sean. No, he's not. Moving on. Uh Buccaneers resign center Ryan Jensen, Carlton Davis, wide receiver Rashad Perryman. Cardinals resign running back James Connor, Zach Ertz. I think those are two those are two big ones that the Cardinals were able to keep. James Conner had uh I think he was second in the league behind JT in, in touchdowns last year. And Zach Ertz he, he played well in Arizona. Might as well keep it going. And the Cowboys re-signed Gallup, a name that we thought maybe could go to the Colts. Defensive end Demarcus Lawrence and safety Malik Hooker. Former Colt. Former Colt. People forget a year ago. Dolphins uh re-signed defensive end Emmanuel. Ogba. Tyler thought maybe the Colts should go after him. He's a very good defensive end, and, and the Dolphins paid him like it too. So good. Uh, good good for him. He's a young ascending pass rusher. The Jets keep quarterback Joe Flacco, right running back Tevin Coleman and wide receiver Braxton Berrios. The Packers keep linebacker Devondre Campbell, quarterback. Oh, on to the Patriots, quarterback Brian Hoyer. Devin McCourty, safety, wide receiver, Matthew Slater, and kicker, Nick Falk. Anything important Ma so far, Andrew? Matthew Slater, the guy just plays special teams, makes Pro Bowls. Love to see it. Yep. Rams keep offensive tackle Joe Noteboom. That's, that's significant, and he will probably be their left tackle with Andrew Whitworth retiring. And the Seahawks keep Quandre Diggs, Sidney Jones, tight end Will Disley. Steelers keep offensive tackle Chuk Wuma Oka for Okora for boy oh boy there's names here uh Texans keep center Justin Britt defensive tackle Malik Collins cornerback Desmond King and the Titans keep center Ben Jones teams keep things think we can move on to the extensions. extensions bills extend center mitch morris chiefs extend defensive end frank clark falcons now, extend. that one that one was a big one frank clark because the the, the, the chiefs weren't the chiefs were really close to having to cut him and, and looking for more pass rush help so that definitely helps them falcons keep offensive tackle jake matthews kicker young who Koo. Packers keep linebacker Preston Smith. Raiders keep Max Crosby. Vikings Kirk Cousins extension. Kirk Cousins again, another contract, thirty-five million dollars. Unbelievable guaranteed. what that guy does. Unbelievable what that guy does. 
honestly changed the whole effing game for quarterbacks who should not be getting re-signed for a bunch of money in Washington. I mean, mm -hmm. he played the franchise tag like a fiddle. It was unbelievable. Um, trades, Cowboys, trade, wide receiver, Amari Cooper to the Browns for a fifth-round pick, swap of sixth-round sixth picks. Good for the Browns, I guess. See, this. I mean, I saw a lot of Colts fans mad because they said, well, if he only costed a fifth and a sixth-round pick, why, why didn't the Colts go after him? Well, here's the thing. Amari Cooper is being paid $20 million a year on his current contract. And last year, he didn't even put up the same amount of numbers that Michael Pittman Jr. did. So do you think that Michael Pittman Jr. is worth $20 million? And I love MPJ, but he's not worth $20 million. Neither is Amari Cooper. That's fair. Um, Bears trade linebacker Khalil Mack to the Chargers for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick. And that's, that's what I mean. The, 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 the AFC West is just loading up. It's an arms race right now. It's going to be wild. I, you just have to imagine that the teams that are loading up like they are right now just are banking on the, the salary cap exploding, right? I think when that new TV deal hits, that's yeah. that's what they're trying to bank they're banking on. Hey, World War Three though. Who knows? Uh Bears trade. That's what I just read. Patriots trade guard Shaq Mason to the Buccaneers for a fifth round pick. And that's significant because um Ali Marpet just retired, so Tom Brady gets a very good guard to replace him. Patriots trade off outside linebacker Chase Winovich to the Browns for linebacker Mac Wilson. And now the big news around the league. The biggest news that, that popped off last Sunday. I'll get into it. Can we skip it? Can we, we got to we got to mention it. All right, fine. Uh piece of shit quarterback from the Buccaneers Tom Brady has decided not to retire because he hates his family and will be back in Tampa for his 23rd season in 2022. Two months with his family he said, "You know what? This sucks." <laughs> it's it did it did seem weird that that he came back so quickly, but something that I heard is and I mean, this doesn't surprise unfinished me with Tom business. Brady. Everybody's talking about the unfinished business. What unfinished business, you jackass? It sounds like he he was he was very upset that his retirement got leaked. Fuck you, Adam Schefter. Then you know before, and that's why he's partially coming back. You're upset. Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson will not face any criminal charges in connection with sexual misconduct allegations after evidence was presented to a grand jury. By the way. Any of you calling Deshaun Watson a rapist? Probably immature and inappropriate and maybe a little bit of a lack of character from yourself. The, the justice system has decided Deshaun Watson is innocent. Reevaluate. So Watson's met, meeting with the Saints, the Panthers, the Browns, and the Falcons. He's already told the Browns that he is that he's kind of ruled them out and as of right now it seems like the falcons and the saints are the two leaders to get deshaun yep. watson just bugs me uh just bugs me 
maybe it's a political thing and we won't get into it. Bugs me that people just, you know, jump to the assumptions before uh, things are settled. So um, the Colts called. <laughs> the they did. did not answer. Uh, they, hilarious, they, by the way. I respect, I respect the shit out of Chris Ballard for making that phone call, by the way. Hilarious. Um, Rand's offensive tackle, Andrew Whitworth, announces his retirement from the NFL after 16 seasons. Andrew Whitworth is a I I think I think he's very respected around the league, and it's hard to find a better guy than it is in Andrew Whitworth. I mean, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, the dude never missed any games, was just the ultimate professional. Andrew, I did not know this. I love when Andrew does all these news things, you know, because I don't pay close enough attention anymore. And then I get to read them live. Joe Buck will go to ESPN as the lead commentator for Monday Night Football, joining Troy Aikman. Buck is expected to sign a five-year deal worth 60 to $75 million. Unreal. Love so it. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman moving from the lead team at Fox will now be the, the commentators for Monday Night Football. And I think that's going to help the broadcast tremendously. It's been a long time since there's been a legendary and a very good crew calling Monday Night Football. Joe Buck and Aikman are, are two of the best. I... I actually might be torn between watching Monday Night Football normal broadcast and the Manning Manning cast, which the amount of money, I'm calling it now, the amount of money they just spent on Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, I think ESPN is going to sell the Manning cast to Amazon Prime. You heard it here first. I think it's official. Very well could happen. We'll have to see. Yeah, I think it will. I really do. Um, Andrew. Tell the people what they should do. You need to just go over to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and give us a follow at a Colts podcast on all three. We post sometimes, but mostly sometimes. I mean you'll see you'll see when we're going live, when our episodes are available, and then follow us at BM Moses9 and at Andrew Moore SI. Yeah, Andrew, who works for Sports Illustrated. I do as well, but, you know, I don't feel the need to uh, brag about it on my Twitter handle. Um, I'll see you on Saturday, brother. I'm really I'll excited about that. Um, guys Night. Matt, if you want to head up to Fort Wayne for Guys Night, let us know. Um, but until next time, everybody, go Colts. Go Colts. this moment become a cherished memory and then remember a legacy is only worthwhile when there is a future to fuel god bless you and god bless football